You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right. Welcome back. Episode 142 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes, and I'm hanging out alone tonight. Uh, Gorak is getting ready to go to London, working on some robots for work, you know, doing all this, doing all that. So I'm going to write a little solo tonight. Um, this is a uh, week... Four, entering week four, we just beat the Detroit Lions, 28-24 in stunning fashion. That was uh, an interesting game. Like, it, it, it was fun at the end, but it wasn't very fun throughout. Uh, started off slow. Lions went up 14-0 right away. And we kind of chipped back, chipped back. Uh... Tied it up at 14. Then the Lions went ahead again, up 24-14. And then we, uh, you know, Madison had a uh, big touchdown, and we had a couple stops. And Kirk threw that threw the dime to KJ Osborne to close it up. Uh, but I guess I guess you know we'll 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 get to all that. Uh. We'll start with some some Teddies and Troys, I guess. Uh, first, yeah, I don't know. Do I want to start with? I mean, we we won, so we'll we'll start with some Teddies. Uh, and I guess first one, you know, Delvin Cook, kind of kind of carried the offense there throughout, as we weren't, you know, we weren't scoring a lot, but every time we kind of had a drive, kind of pieced together. It certainly revolved around Devlin Cook. Uh, he had 96 yards before he got hurt. Um, hopefully, I think he's day-to-day, so I know he's not getting surgery and he's playing through it, but, you know, hopefully hopefully that doesn't linger. And he hasn't looked the greatest this year, so the last thing you really want is Delvin Cook put, uh, being banged up. So, hopefully... You know, if it's not not eighty percent, I I hope I hope we just kind of give Madison the run because I'm not I'm not really worried about the Saints coming up. Um, trap game. Uh, another one, KJ Osborne. I mean, caught the game winning touchdown. Uh, I feel like besides him and Adam Thielen, like nobody nobody really did much. Hold on, let me pull it up here. Yeah, Osborne five seventy three and a touchdown. And Adam Thielen, 661 in a touchdown. Uh, otherwise, you know, Irv had two, Ellison had two, Munt had two, Madison one, Ham two, Jefferson three, Rager one. I, yeah, so KJ Osborne, uh, kudos to him. Again, like making a big play, making two big plays on that drive back to back. Very, very impressive. Uh, he wasn't really like open, open either on the play prior to the touchdown. He made a made a nice catch in traffic. He was well covered, uh, but it's nice seeing you know with Jefferson either double covered or blanketed the entire game. It's nice to have these other guys step up, especially especially when you're down three and you really need a play and you really need Jefferson, but you know. 
you couldn't rely on him because he was never never open. So, so I said Osborne was able to kind of pick it up, especially after I'm sure that all eyes were on Thielen. It was like, all right, we got Jefferson. Now Thielen's been burning us. So, and yeah, good for KJ to get in there, get open. Uh, you like to see that out of your third guys. Uh, speaking of Thielen, I mean, again, he played well. 661 in a touchdown. I mean, that was just a cake touchdown in the back of the end zone. Yeah, you couldn't have drew, drew it up any better than that. Uh, which, I mean, I think that was number 50 for him uh, on his career. So that was nice. Uh, got to do that at home. Uh, probably, you know, in front of the wife and kids. Uh, good for him. Good for him. Uh, who else played well? Oh, Jonathan Bullard, I thought, played well. Like, you know, you're not going to hear him uh, about him a lot. But, you know, he just he doesn't seem to get beat. He's Again, he's got that mechanical arm. Like, that adds some strength to him. There, There's just some, I don't know, some old Jonathan Bullard. Like, he never seems to get pushed back. Um, and whenever they kind of run it right at him, he at least gets a hand down on the guy and slows him down. Um, which... You know, especially with the way our defense play, has been playing, uh, playing better against the run than it is against the pass. But uh, when they're when they're running the ball right at our big guys, you really need them. So, you know, actually, the entire defensive line, like Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips, they both made plays when it, when you re- needed them. Um, I like having the big boys up there. Like the three four is so cool. It. It'd be a lot better if we can generate more more pass rush, just rushing four out of Donatello's defense, because it seems like he just doesn't blitz, and I think that's kind of the thing. So you like, and I know you're not expecting much of the pass rush to come in from the interior guys, but like Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith, they, aside from Smith's game against the Packers, him and Hunter really like haven't done much. And I don't know, like, if Hunter's trying to check out, or not check out, but getting used to playing in the 3-4, and he's just, you know, kind of feeling where he's supposed to be at times. Uh, but, I don't know. I feel like he's always got, like, three or four sacks in the first couple games, and I don't, I don't think he has any so far. If he does, uh, it was probably week one, but... Anyways, uh, some more teddies. I guess, you know, uh, the resiliency. Uh, they just, they didn't quit the entire time. Uh, it was, it was pretty fucking sweet. You know, you down, I, what, what it was, it our first win since 79. Uh, when you were down, when we were down 10 points or more twice and we won. So... Like, you don't see that, and especially after last year. Uh, you know, we gave up so many points at the end of the end of the half. And, like, I, I don't know. I'm sure the Lions end up scoring there or we don't get the touchdown, one of the two. I, all I know is, like, that doesn't happen last year. So uh, seeing that kind of fight kind of shows you what kind of football team this is and, like, what, what they will be going forward. And I feel like... The team is, you know, right kind of where they were at the end of the game, like in the fourth quarter. Like, 
I feel like it's a real. It can be a really good football team, and you saw that. But there's going to be bumps along the way. Uh, long term, though, I really feel like it's going to be a a successful football team, especially as we keep adding talent and replacing some of the guys that maybe don't belong. Uh, like, uh, you know, Cam Dantzler. I'm looking at the box score, and I see and. I see he had seven tackles, and I don't really, like, yeah, sweet, you got a bunch of tackles, but I feel like that also means he gave up a lot of catches, especially as an outside corner. Um, so, I don't know, the the entire, uh, even Patrick Peterson, I don't know, like, I don't know, we played really soft, and I know Harrison Smith didn't play. Uh, Metellus came in, ste- stepped in pretty nice, he had tackle and of course the pick at the end but uh oh this the cornerbacks and yeah the cornerbacks in general just I feel like we got to play a little tighter I don't know what it is uh like we just keep giving up you know seven eight yards a time like Jared Goff was just dropping back and looked super comfortable the entire time like and they had a deep, good old offensive line. Like they've got a couple good tackles and Frank Ragnall at center, but they were missing both their starting guards. And like Jared Goff just sat back there and picked us apart. He was well, twenty-five of forty-one, two hundred seventy-seven yards. But it seemed like it was a lot worse than that. Seemed like he was completing like 87% of his passes. It felt just like Jalen Hurts last week. And that, uh, that Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. I think he's a good football player. I didn't think so before, but that dude, I don't know. Good thing he got hurt because that dude can make plays. Like, that's all he seems to do. Let's see here. Okay. And I know. Now, now I think we're going to get to it. You know, the Lions were six, I don't know, like four of six on fourth downs. And I don't know what Dan Campbell was doing at the end of the game there. But so it's fourth and fourth and three after Jamal at or Jamal Williams. Uh, gashes up, gashes us for like ten yards on third down, and all of a sudden, Dan Campbell is like, "All right, well, lines up to go for it," and then doesn't lets the play clock run all the way down and calls a timeout, and then they miss the fifty-six yard field goal. So now we have the ball at like the 46 and what was it first first play incompletion second play the catch to on the left side to KJ Osborne really nice play and you know we're running down the field there's like 57 seconds left and we're running we're scrambling and we go down and like all of a sudden, Dan Campbell calls a timeout. <laughs> and it, it's like, what? What what are you doing? 
Like, do you, are you expecting us to score points here now? And you're like, well, I want to save some time for us. Because now we're, like, scrambling. We have no timeouts. We still have, like, 35 yards to go because we want to score a touchdown. We're not just playing to tie the football game up. Like, we want to score a touchdown. We'll settle for three. But we want to win this football game. And so I just don't understand why he would call a timeout there. Because the very next play, we were able to call the perfect play, dial up a nice shot to the end zone, and bang. Kirk Cousins hits K.J. Osborne right in stride. And they have, I don't know, 45, 40 seconds left to go and score a touchdown. Or, yeah, because they have to score a touchdown now because it's 28-24. And they have to go the length of the football field without any timeouts. Like, if the Vikings had a timeout, they call it right there after K.J. Osborne makes that first play. So he can dial up that throw. And Dan Campbell's reason, apparently, was he wanted to get his uh, pass rushers a breath of fresh air. So, I mean, it was the third play on the drive. Like, you're telling me you guys aren't fresh. You haven't, like, conditioned them enough where they can't run down the field and create some pass rush in a dire situation. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Dan Campbell, like, that, like, you should not be doing that. Like, and nobody's talking about it. That's one thing I don't understand. Like, are they just like, oh, look at that. The Lonely Lions uh, blew another game. Like, oh, darn. Like, Dan Campbell, like, I've seen Hard Knocks. I love him. Like, good for him. Nice try. Like, I don't know. If it was any other coach, I feel like people would be going ape shit over it. Like, if Pete Carroll did something stupid like that, people would just be going crazy or any anybody. Like, I know if Matt LaFleur or... Who's the idiot coaching the Bears? Uh, Matt Eberflus. We're like calling timeouts like that. Like, I would be giving them so much shit. Like, I, uh, and then it happened against us. Like, we got Dan Campbell to blow his final timeout with 50 seconds left while we were on offense, needing the timeout. Like, I don't know. That doesn't happen. So, I don't know. We get. People aren't talking about how dumb Dan Campbell is. Stock down on Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Like, come on, people. We we, we have to be more aware of Dan Campbell's uh, clock management because it is terrible. Like, some of the worst we've ever seen. And again, you were like four of six on all, the, all those fourth downs. Like, I get it. You know, you want to get some points, you know, force us to score uh, a touchdown. But at the same time, it was a 56-yard field goal, and your dude doinked a 48-yard earlier in the game. Like, come on. What do you expect? Sock down, Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. Um, Kevin O'Connell's post-game speech in the locker room was badass. If you guys haven't heard it, it was pretty good. He lets the F-bomb fly like 18 times. Uh, I like that guy. I like the cut of his jib. Um... But, uh, yeah, I think I think that's kind of it on the Lions game. Uh, like, again, Dan Campbell. D- Dan Campbell lost that football game. Like, I know, like, players probably love him and everything, but not after shit like that. Like, 
you should be two and one right now. You should should have gone on the road and beat a divisional opponent, but yet you just blew the game because you wanted to get some fresh legs in there. And look what happened. Like, yeah, I think Ali McNeil almost got in there, but it, it wasn't quick enough. Like, Kirk had him. KJ Adam beat. It was beautiful route, beautiful play, beautiful throw, beautiful win. Stock down on the Detroit Lions. You know what? I think I'm going to do some odds. <coughs> do some lines for you. Everybody loves some lines, and I'll you know I'll do ours last. Bring us into a little like Saints game preview, and uh, I'll send you on your merry way. Uh, first game Thursday night should be a uh, beautiful Jersey game. You've got the Miami Dolphins at the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals are wearing they're all whites, including the flashy new white helmets. So that'll be a that, that, that's fun. And, you know the Dolphins are a good team now. Um, what do you guys think the lines are, huh? What do you, what do you think? Well, you know, it's my, minus four Cincinnati, uh, minus four Cincy at home to the Dolphins. You know, I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover. I think they're a good team. Defense plays well. And like, I think the, if they lose, they'll lose by three points or less. Cause I don't know. Bengals, I don't know who they played last week, but they finally got their first win. But Caesars is not giving much love to uh, the Miami Dolphins on this one. I think that's unwarranted. I think that's unwarranted. Uh, Browns at Falcons. Uh, I'm going to guess the line. Uh, Browns. Browns by three. Uh, and it's actually Browns by one and a half. I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm hiding the lines with a piece of paper. So we'll, we're just gonna we're just hoping for that, you know. But the the Browns by one and a half. Yeah, you know I'm taking I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the Browns on that. Falcons suck. Uh, Jets at Steelers. Gosh, Steelers. Uh, Zach Wilson's back. I don't know if that's going to move the line too much. I'm going I'm to go Steelers by four and a half. Uh, Steelers by three. Ooh, that is, that is interesting. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers, but, you know, uh, Steelers are one and two, I suppose, and Mitch Trubisky does suck. Uh, Mike Tomlin's going to have to write that ship. You know, he hasn't had a losing season, and I don't think he wants to start right now. Mm, what do we got? Chargers at Texans. Ooh, I'm gonna go Chargers by seven and a half. Chargers by five. Definitely, definitely uh, factoring in that Justin Herbert injury because uh, the Texans are bad. Oh uh, two and one. Chargers are one and two, but oh, they're a lot better than that. Herbert looked really hurt, though, against the Jags. I don't watch too much of, a, of the game, but what I did see, I was like, ugh, eh, that dude's hurt. So we'll see what happens. Maybe they should have sat him last week, and then this week against the Texans and let him get hurt or get healthy. Speaking of the Jags, Jags at Eagles. Jags are surprising, but Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are pretty good. I'm going to go 
Eagles by six and a half. <laughs> Eagles by six and a half. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what do we have here? Bears at Giants. The two and one Bears at the two and one Giants. And both those teams look like they're bad at football. Uh, the Bears look worse, though. I'm going to go Giants by five and a half. Ooh, Giants by three. Just straight even line if they were playing on neutral field. And I believe that. I believe that. That's going to be an ugly game. And if you like ugly football, you're going to get a lot of it right there. Uh, Ravens. Uh, Bills at Ravens. Bills at Ravens. Lamar Jack. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Bills by three. Bills by three. All right, let's go. What is that? Two out of my last three? I like that. People are going to start thinking I'm cheating. Uh, Seahawks at Lions. Oh, the lonely Lions. Man, Dan Campbell can't catch a break. He runs into the powerhouse that is Pete Carroll. Uh, you know, even though, you know, since nobody's talking about that blown timeout, the Lions are going to be favored in this one. And it's going to be Lions, just Lions by three, I suppose. Lions by four. You have got to be kidding me. I know it's Geno Smith and the Seahawks, but come on. Dan Campbell's a moron. Uh, I hope no Dan Campbell... Lovers are going to be listening to this because they're not going to like that the last like 10 minutes of this show. Uh, Commanders at Cowboys. Oh, another bad one. Um, anytime the NFC East is involved, it's most likely a bad one. Any NFC East team, not the Eagles this year, is probably going to be a bad one. Commanders, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys by three. <laughs> Nailed it. Let's go. Uh, Titans, Colts, oh, AFC South, another bad division. Um, Titans, Colts, uh, Colts by three, Colts by three and a half. Cardinals, Panthers, I looked, that was bad, whoops, uh, Panthers by one and a half, uh, they just beat the Saints, I, I, I can't bet on Matt Rule and Ben Mackey. I'm moving Cardinals. Cardinals plus one and a half. Uh, Patriots, Packers. Patriots, Packers. Patriots at Packers? Is that what it was? Yeah. I'm going to go Packers by six and a half. Nine and a half. Oh, boy. I'm going to take the pack. No. Oh, yeah. Mac Jones ain't playing. Not like he's any good. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers. I don't think I picked a winner of the Titans-Colts, though. I'm going Titans plus three and a half. Uh, Broncos at Raiders. God, Raiders are on three. Broncos, God, that was an ugly game. Uh, 11 points and got the win. Broncos at Raiders. I'm going to go Broncos by four and a half. Broncos, Raiders by two and a half. Oh, my. I'm going to go with Broncos on that, but... I'm not betting that game. Chiefs at Bucks might be at U.S. Bank Stadium. So that'll be a neutral site. I don't think they're going to include that here yet. But I bet it's at Raymond James Stadium. The Chiefs 2-1. I'm going to go 
Bucks. I'm gonna go Chiefs by three. Chiefs by one. I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Rams, Niners. Ooh. Am I still in the right week? October 2nd. Yeah, October 3rd. Okay, Monday night game. Uh, sorry if I kept scrolling. I went to uh, the week after. or the, Yeah, the week after. I didn't like that. Rams at Niners. Niners blew that game. Jamie Garoppolo kind of sucks. Uh, let's go Rams four and a half. Niners by one and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Brings us to the Vikings at the Saints in London, where my co-host Gorak will be. Neutral field, Vikings, Saints. I mean, Vikings by five and a half. Vikings by two and a half. I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, Saints had bunch of bunch of guys on the injury report today. Uh, like five key players did not practice. Jameis Winston didn't practice. Ryan Ramchick didn't practice. Uh, Andrews Pete didn't practice. Their starting guard. Michael Thomas didn't practice. Jarvis Landry didn't practice. I don't know. Saints are banged up. They just lost to the Panthers at home. Uh, this, this isn't the Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Saints anymore. I'm taking the Vikings. I mean, we got to beat the Saints. Like They're not good. Uh, and... Yeah, we, we just have we, we have to beat them. It'd be so nice coming going three and one, coming home. I think we play. I don't even know who we play after that. Uh, let me just click on that. Saints Bears Bears at home before we go to Miami. Yeah, we. Oof, that'd be so nice going three and one, four and one going to Miami would be so much fun. And we got Cardinals. Commanders going into the Bills game like that. It's a favorable schedule aside from the uh, the Dolphins going into that. So what? I mean, just play with me here. You know, go four and one, four and two against the Dolphins, five and two Cardinals, six and two Commanders, six and two going into the Bills game. Oh, that's a lot of fun. All right. Well, uh, thanks for sticking around. Uh, I, I think that's it. Hopefully next week, Gorak can be with us, but if not, I'll be back to recap the Saints game.